This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, January 7th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Ross flags ships to Oakland. CAWG head retires. SCOTUS mulls key cases. And Vilsack recusing himself on carbon pipeline. Ross beckons ships to go north, collect ag exports. CDFA Secretary Karen Ross and California Transportation Secretary David Kim are asking ocean carriers to return to the port of Oakland. In a letter to the shipping companies this week, the secretary shared their strong belief that restoring service to the port would ease congestion in Southern California and enable more of the state's agriculture products to be exported. The action falls on the heels of a similar request by Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack and U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. On that note, Kim has announced he will step down as Secretary on January 14th after nearly three years in the position. He plans to join his family in Virginia. Wine Grape Growers President to Retire John Aguirre, who has served as president of the California Association of Wine Grape Growers, the CAWG, for 12 years, plans to step down in May. He and his wife will move to Portugal and trading Cabernet Sauvignon for port wines. Leading CAWG has been a dream job, said Aguirre. I could not contemplate a better conclusion to my career. During his tenure, CAWG expanded its presence in Washington, D.C., and successfully advocated for research dollars targeting pests, diseases, and smoke taint. CAWG has been active on labor issues at Cal OSHA and revamping the federal guest worker program. Aguirre has also been a staffer on Capitol Hill for both ag committees and worked for food industry associations in D.C., Business and income taxes would pay for universal health care bill. Assemblymember Ash Clara of San Jose yesterday unveiled a universal health care plan paid for through a suite of progressive taxes. The plan, introduced as a constitutional amendment and a companion policy bill, is still shy on details. Clara is selling the idea as saving Californians from debilitating insurance costs, high hospital fees, and expensive prescription drugs. Those that profit off the immoral status quo may not like it, said Clara, but I'm confident that the vast majority of working and retired Californians will see the benefit. Several prominent medical associations have criticized the effort. GOP Assemblymember Jordan Cunningham of Paso Robles called the plan radical, adding that this reckless move puts our state's entire budget at stake. The constitutional amendment would require a supermajority of votes from both houses before going to voters on a statewide ballot. Justices consider VAX mandate and Proposition 12. The Supreme Court has packed schedule for cases today that are important to various sectors of the food and ag industries. The justices will hear arguments on the Biden administration's vaccine mandates for health care workers and businesses with a 100 or more employees. And will also hold a conference to consider three petitions with big potential impacts on agriculture. Healthcare worker mandate has been blocked in about half of the states by court orders. The employee mandate 
currently in effect after being temporarily blocked by a federal appeals court. One of the petitions being considered challenges California's Proposition 12, which requires that pork sold in the state come from sows with specific housing requirements. The National Pork Producers Council and American Farm Bureau Federation have asked the court to review a Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals decision upholding the law. The other petitions seek review of an appeals court decision that found EPA did not have authority to allow year-round use of E-15 out of the federal government's definition of waters of the U.S. You can see our Washington Week Ahead for more on these cases. Vilsack to recuse himself on pipeline project. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack has been told to recuse himself from specific matters involving Summit Carbon Solutions, which is seeking to build the world's largest carbon capture and storage project. Vilsack's son, Jess, is now general counsel for the company, which is planning to build a pipeline that would capture and sequester carbon dioxide from ethanol plants in Iowa, Nebraska, Minnesota, South Dakota, and North Dakota, and then sort that carbon in North Dakota. In a statement to AgriPulse, a USDA spokesperson said, the secretary proactively informed the USDA Ethics Office on October 2021 about his son moving into a new job in November 21, and the ethics office provided him with guidance that he would need to recuse himself from specific party matters, such as contracts or cooperative grants that the company may seek with USDA. That would still allow Vilsack to participate in broad government policy matters affecting ethanol, the spokesperson said. Keep in mind, such pipelines are seen as a key method of reducing the carbon footprint of ethanol and expanding the biofuels market. Now, the progressive journal Mother Jones reported yesterday on Jess Vilsack's connection to the project. A group opposed to the summit project, Food and Water Watch, said Vilsack's recusal isn't enough. His subordinates are fully aware of his son's position with the company, said Mitch Jones, FWW's Managing Director of Advocacy Programs and Policy. Lawsuit threatened over pyrethroids' impact on endangered species. An environmental group is threatening to sue EPA for not consulting with federal wildlife agencies over the impact of pyrethroids on endangered species. Despite pyrethroid pesticides representing one of the most dangerous and harmful groups of pesticides for aquatic wildlife, as well as causing significant harm to other wildlife and plants, the EPA has failed to take a single action to implement any on-the-ground conservation actions to protect any endangered species from these toxic chemicals, says a letter dated yesterday from the EPA to the Center for Biological Diversity. Under the Endangered Species Act, the center had to file a notice of intent to sue 60 days before filing suit. Here's today's He Said It. They could just grab the idea for themselves. Republicans are used to it. That L.A. Times columnist George Skelton arguing Democrats should steal GOP proposals to fund water storage and conveyance. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, January 7th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.